Today's show is sponsored by Sporks. Is it a fork? Is it a spoon? Yes! We are going for liftoff in T-minus 30. From Studio 142 in Nashville, Tennessee, you're listening to Talk, the podcast with Todd and Jim. Hey, buddy. What's going on? We're a little late. Uh, but better late than never. Better late than never. It's been a busy time for both of us, I believe. Yeah. You went sure. to Ohio. Yeah, we've recently. been we've been twenty uh, fourth wedding anniversary. Nice. Cincinnati, Ohio. Visited my daughter and um, took my son with us. We dropped them off, and my wife and I went and did our own thing for wow. a day. It was fun. Congratulations. Twenty four years. Yeah, it's a long time. Almost That's a almost quarter, a quarter century. Quarter century, man. <laughs> Getting there. You're old. Yeah, very old. It's okay. It's still fun though. Yeah. yeah. How about you? What's going on? Got the wife back. She went. Uh, she went to Illinois. So this is a midwestern. Uh, Celebrate. She's got her mother, her brother, and her sister-in-law who all had the same birthday on Valen- around Valentine's Day. So there you go. I usually spend Valentine's Day alone. Oh, it's, it could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. I'm having fun. I usually have fun by myself. <laughs> hey, I know the last time we talked, you were mentioning you were going to start a farm in a sort of silly way. But uh-huh. talk to me. You yeah. were saying that just today you were kind of getting busy with that. Yeah, so we went down to, we're getting busy, getting busy. We went down to uh, Gardner's place and bought some cabbage, bought some spinach, uh, bought some, there's one other plant. I don't know. We got a, we got a few plants, just just a few. Sure. A lot of them aren't even supposed to be seeded yet. So. Right. But we met a lady down there. She got us on a, on, a, on an application, so we know we have a calendar now. We know when to put seeds in the ground. Sweet. We get chickens on Monday if we can beat the crowd. There you go. At the co-op, like uh, little little chicks. Seven thirty in the morning, we're getting we're gonna be there at the co-op to try to get. What's little... like the minimum number you have to purchase? Isn't there a minimum? I don't think so in that situation. Okay. If you're if you're um, shipping them, I believe they have a certain gotcha thing. There's a there's a shipper that I've been looking at, Murray McMurray Hatchery. They have every kind of chicken you could ever want. Gotcha. So if co-op doesn't have it, I'm going to try to. Although the ones that I want are all sold out. All the females are sold out. So mm. they have male, female, and unsexed. Okay. And so the unsexed is like a crapshoot. You know? There you go. Um, so you know I could what's... buy unsexed if I wanted to, but, you know, no, uh, roosters are notoriously bad egg layers. Okay. So they don't, they're they're boys. They're boys. So they don't lay a lot of eggs. They don't lay a lot of eggs. <laughs> it's, you know, I don't lay a lot of eggs either. Exactly. So I, know, I feel their pain. Be painful. Absolutely. You you talking about the unsexed chickens? It reminds me when I was younger, like in high school, and you would take these sort of like career surveys where you would fill out like what you're interested in, and it would bring up a list of careers that fit you. Right. One of the careers that was always on the list that would was chicken sexer. <laughs> And I, I swear, my friends and nah, I would... I, now, don't uh, get me wrong. If there is farmer people out there listening to this podcast, maybe they're really familiar with what that is. For me, living in Ohio at the time, I had... And Ohio is farmland, but I didn't live in the farmer sure, area. I lived sure. outside of Cleveland. And um, chicken sexer was the funniest thing. I thought, what, what that is, is that career? That's still the funniest thing. Yeah, but exactly. it, Well, they, I mean, you have to be good at it. I don't think there's any way to tell. You know, you can't, I don't think you can tell on the egg. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I know that even when they tell you that they're female... There's always a chance that they're wrong because, you know, yeah, the chicken doesn't really have a little thingy sticking out. You, know? <laughs> you can't just hold them up and take a look. Yeah, there's no, like, things. It's, it's more complicated. It's a little more complicated, I believe. I believe it. Well, you know, for those of you out there that are chicken sexers, thank you for the good work thank you are you doing. Thank you for your work. Absolutely. God what do you got going America. on here? What's God going on first, my friend? Hey, we got titillating tidbites. Titillating tidbites. I brought a couple 
got my show you notes. You got your notes? I, might have heard that. Right. I did. I, I did. All right. What's, what's today's titillating tidbite? Let me ready to move on to titillating tidbites. Let's do this. Karen Green. Titillating tidbite number Karen one. Karen Green. Good old Karen Green. Karen okay. Green got a new job in 2007. All right. Her friends pitched in in 2007 to buy her a brand new iPhone. I guess she needed a brand new iPhone. In 2007? For, in 2007. First generation iPhone. Okay. But Karen didn't want to switch to the crazy new fad of iPhones. She just upgraded her non-smartphone, and she didn't want to switch carriers from Verizon to uh, AT&T or whatever it was, right? Gotcha. You, get, you kind of see where the story's going? I can kind of see where it's going. Before she knew it, it was years had passed, and she thought to herself, maybe I'll just keep it in the box, and someday it'll be worth, I don't know, five grand? Which she was, um, she was correct. She took the, the phone in 2019 onto one of those shows that tells you, you know, they praise Like things. the Antiques Roadshow yeah, or and, something? Yeah. And, and definitely to praise for about $5,000. So okay. she was ecstatic. Right. Thing is, she's kind of lazy. Yeah. And she didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, she finally got around to it this last weekend and sold it at auction. Okay. $63,000. $63,000 for a 2007 <laughs> unopened. Unopened first generation iPhone. Holy cow. That she didn't even buy it herself. Wow. Isn't that great? That's a, that's a nice investment. That's a titillating tidbite that's right there. That's a titillating tidbite. I, I wish I still had an unopened. I think of all the things I had once back. Right. The funny thing is 2007 just doesn't seem that long ago It to doesn't. Me. It's incredible how but much. it is. Yeah. We're coming up on 20 years. Hey. It comes 16. down to rarity, right? Yeah, Nobody exactly. has these things. Well, good for Karen. Good for Karen. Let's I, do this. I got one more. All right, let's do another one. Now, that one was happy. Yeah. I'm going to go to a dark place now. Okay. A dark place that touches the very depths of my soul and makes me chilled to the bone. Okay. You and I, we watch the new show on HBO, The Last of Us. I'm a big fan. Yeah, me too. And, and, and one of the things I like about it is the fact that fungus actually do some of the things that in, in ant colonies, in for ant sure. colonies, mm -hmm. and there's yeah. the there's the, the the cordyceps, which hijacks the nervous system, uh, grows around the brain of the ant, and tells the ant to climb up high, mm -hmm. right before it's about to die. Okay, so that when it dies, the spores will release in a larger area. Wow, that in itself, that's pretty scary. Yeah, but that ain't got nothing on my dude. I'm bringing to you today. Oh, and he ain't okay. a fungus. Okay, all right, you ready for this? This is horrific. This right. this is terrible. Wait on me. Okay, I'm going to get this all wrong. The Leocochloridium. I think that was as medically accurate as you could have said 100%. It. I'm a scientist. Yep. Uh, the Leocochloridium is a uh, worm. Okay. It is a parasitical worm. Okay. And um, so a snail comes along, eats some bird poop, as snails love to do. Sure. Um, some of which uh, has that dude in them. Hmm. He's a parasitical worm, and then he invades the snail. And he eventually invades the snail's eye stalks. Oh, gosh. And he's a worm. He's a colorful worm. And he gets into the eye stalks. You can imagine how, you know, they have the eye stalks out there. I do. And he begins to pulsate inside the snail's eye stalks. Okay. Makes the snail, he actually has control over the snail's brain somehow as well. Okay. Through the nervous system. Causes the snail to go out into the open, out of hiding, so he can pulsate. And you should see this. On, it makes it way worse. What do you think is going to happen when that happens? You got a pulsating snail with colors. It looks, the thing is about the pulsations, it looks like a, a caterpillar. So you got a caterpillar out in the open. What's going to happen? A bird's going to come down. Of course. And eat. Basically, this parasite is trying to get this, his host snail eaten by a bird. So now so it's he in can the get bird. inside the bird, lay eggs in the, in the stomach. So that what happens? As the bird poops, the eggs are in the poop, and the process starts. 
Wow. All over again. Wow. Is that terrifying? Nature is fascinating. Yeah, and terrifying. And terrifying. I don't want that guy in my eye stalks. (laughs) No, you don't want him in your eye stalks. I I can see that. Yeah. So, you know, zombies are fun and goofy and and all that, but there's a lot of things in nature that that can mimic some of these things that we we watch, you know, to be entertained. And it's not fun. No. Well, that's one of the pieces of the whole... um, the last of us like world is just the fact that the way they've created this artificial plague is, is, is rooted in something that's real. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not necessarily a human thing, but sure. you can see that it doesn't take much imagination to imagine this, this virus or parasite absolutely jumping into our biological system. And anyway, the show is amazing and yeah. that's interesting. And if you want to take that one step further, there's a book, and a TV show, and I think I've talked to you about it, uh, called The Girl With All The Gifts. Okay. And it has a twist. I don't want to spoil anything. If you guys haven't heard, read that book or watched the show, right. first read the book if you're going to do it. It's way better, of course, like all things. But I just want to say it's kind of linked into what we're talking about here, right. but it also twists it a little bit Yeah. that makes it even more brutal. And so, yeah, it's cool stuff. Cool stuff. So that's it. That's my titillating There's tidbites. The titillating tidbites. Hey, Jim, we forgot to mention, do we have an email that they can... We do. If you want to give some feedback, um, we're looking at... It's uh, feedback at talkthepodcast.com. That's very convenient. It's very convenient. It's there for you. Send us an idea. Send us a bit. Send us a request. Tell us that we're great. Tell us that we're horrible. We want it. Eh, Let us know. Eh, don't tell us that we're horrible. Just, just you can, I guess. Nah, it's all right. Um, yeah, but absolutely. Feedback at talkthepodcast.com. Right. If you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. All right. I'm going to take us into a slightly different direction. Sure. All right. Do so it. I was um, online the other day. I had a friend send me an article from the website cracked.com. Okay. Okay. And the title of the article... Well, first of all, I'm going to call this little bit that we're about to do the Beatles who? Right. Who are they? No, right? seriously, who are the Beatles? <laughs> who are they? Exactly. Is that a band? That's a band. I've heard of them. I think they're on the up and up. Huh. They definitely have some potential. They're from, they're from across the pond. They're from across the pond. That's right. Gotcha. Um, this Cracked.com article um, was entitled The Nine Most Unnecessary Greatest Hits Albums of All Time. <laughs> That's okay? interesting. Okay. These are actual greatest hits albums that Didn't some record exec put together, obviously, as a little bit of a cash grab. But um, these are these are interesting. And I, I'll go through the list pretty quickly so we don't take up too much time but i will say that uh, throughout this article if you ever want to read it it's the author of the article is pretty scathing right. um, and it's pretty funny although it's a little bit like rated pg-13 at least okay but um what the author included on some of these uh albums were amazon reviews like oh, his yeah. favorite amazon review of the record right and i'm gonna i'm gonna share a couple of those with you right now amazon but anyways reviewers can be hilarious yeah and some of these are hysterical but uh coming in at number nine which i'll be honest with you this, of all the records I read about during this article, I would have put this as number one because it was so well-written, but it's the best of Vanilla Ice, okay? <laughs> nice. We all remember Vanilla Ice, right? right. He had one, one song. big song yeah. for yeah. a couple minutes, right. and everybody hated him after that. Um, but anyways, uh, the best of Vanilla Ice, I'm sure, is a record chock full of memorable uh, greatest hits. Um, he had that, and I think he had a song in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie called like, what was it? It was like Go Go Ninja Go Ninja Go or whatever. But anyways, no idea. All right, well, not to belabor the point, but I have to tell you, 
This is um, the best Amazon review of all the Amazon reviews. Tell me. Uh, all right. So the Vanilla Ice Amazon review, um, it's, it, it goes like this. If you decide to buy this CD, wait patiently by the mailbox till it arrives. Upon arrival, quickly open the box, then pull the security tape from the jewel case. Open the jewel case and place the CD in one hand. Break the CD in half and then slit your wrists with the remaining shards. <laughs> As you begin to die, look at your reflection in the mirror-like surface of the broken CD and ask yourself what you were thinking when you ordered this CD. <laughs> Pretty That's brutal. Awesome. Made me laugh. Yeah. Coming in at number eight, the best of Nelson, the Millennium Collection. You remember the band Nelson, the twin brothers yeah, tw with yeah. long hair? Is that the? That wasn't the bebop. No, it was like like uh, Ricky Nelson's kids. Whatever okay. they had. Okay. Yep, yep. 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 They had a song. Um. There she goes. There sure. She goes. Don't know what she's thinking. Anyway, it was a kind of a good song, but it was like the only song. Right, right. Needless to say, they have their own greatest hits. Can collection. I guess one that's going to be in there? Tell me. Go for uh -huh. it. Uh huh. Please uh, don't tell me you have. There an is uh -huh. no uh. -huh. Okay. Number number seven. Aaron Carter. The most requested hits is the name of the song. Aaron Carter was like an artist for kids. Yeah, one of, one of one kid. Yeah. I remember him. The article goes on to ask most requested hits. I want to call. You know. Who's requesting all of these hits right? from Aaron Carter? Not true. By not most, true. are we talking like six, seven times? <laughs> exactly, probably. That was the most requested, apparently. Mm -hmm. All right, coming to number six. The best of Color Me Bad. They had a song called right. I Want to Sex You Up. Right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wonderful 80s song. Wonderful 80s song. Here's the greatest Amazon review of the Color Me Bad greatest uh -huh. hits album. Quote, some nights before I go to bed, I say my prayers and simply stare at my gorgeous self in the mirror. I thank the heavens that I look like I do and ask for things like a white lion reunion um, or a grim reaper at my four-year-old's birthday party. Right. Usually my requests go unanswered. That was until this CD came out. <laughs> Number five, Tone Loke. Here's the title of the record. Wild Thing and Other Hits. Because... Was there another hit? Funky, Funky Cole, Cole Medina. Medina. There you go. There's the other hit. I hope that's a two-record, uh, two-song record right there. Coming in at number four, Bruce Willis, the actor, diehard, Moonlighting, apparently had a music career where he sang no blues way. songs, and he has an album called The Master Series. I'm oh sure that's goodness. chock full of memorable tunes that you can't live without. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I want to hear some of that. Um, according to me, this is the Amazon review. According to me, this record is a very good one. <laughs> that was one Amazon <laughs> reviewer. Great, great review. Number three, Forevermore, the greatest hits of, De of John Tesh. Um, yeah, yeah, the I piano guy. Can't live without John Tesh. Number piano. two, the best of Young MC. Young MC, as far as I know, had one hit. Bust no a idea. Move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. But you're going to make a greatest hits record off of one song. There you go. It's more of a greatest hit record. And then the number one greatest hits, unnecessary greatest hits record um, on the list was... Um, guess, people. Take a guess. Everybody get ready. Here we go. I'll give you a clue. Drum roll. He's a former NBA great turned rap star. Oh, no. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. The best of Shaquille O'Neal. Definitely. And, um, yeah, the best of Shaquille O'Neal. Literally, um, the last Amazon review I read. Usually, people are only lucky enough to be given one truly great talent. Shaq was blessed with two. In fact, he's even better at music than basketball. The songs on the best of Shaq move me, some to the point of tears. The best of will hold a special place on my CD shelf right next to the best of 
David Hasselhoff. My only wish now is that Shaq's next album will be one where he just does love songs. It could be called Love Shack. And there's the best but art, yeah, the, and the worst greatest hits albums of all time. There's oh, there's the end of the bit. Pretty good, right? My goodness. Yeah, those are hilarious. I gotta go back and listen to some of those for sure. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I got a knock knock joke for you. Ah, right, let's hear it. Knock knock. Who's there? Hatch. Hatch who? Oh, God. <laughs> that's a good one well done right you sneeze it sounded like a sneeze yeah See? exactly a chew yeah that wasn't actually my my next section let's hear it is what do we got riddle time riddle time riddle me this riddle me this riddle me that i think we should have a section because i love riddles yeah where we make uh, our audience think this is obviously a thinking man's podcast we probably have the smartest uh listeners I'm of, in the wrong room. I'm telling you that right now. Oh no! Oh no! You're you're quite you're quite the academic. Uh, well, you're literally good. in academia. So. Absolutely, I teach middle school. What could be a greater achievement than yeah, that? Man, <laughs> that's a great achievement. Let's do it. So we're gonna, I feel I feel like we should have some riddles every now and then just to test our audience. Let's okay. see. So if you don't know this, if you know it, you can't be tested. But uh, Jim doesn't know it. So you're going to come along the journey with Jim and try to figure this out. Let's do it. Here's the story. I'm walking down the road. I'm being forced to pick a path. There's a, there's a fork in the road, and I have to go one way or the other. Okay. I know, I, know, I know two things. I know that one path leads to hell and one path leads to heaven. And I also know that these twin brothers that are standing at the fork, one of them always lies. One of them always tells the truth. Mm. I've been given one question to ask to determine... Which is the the correct route? Okay. Being, I, mean, I want to go to heaven. Sure. And so, what's the question? What's the question? What's the question you're going to ask? And just so I get this straight, you've got twin brothers. One always lies, whereas one always tells the truth. Right, and they you, they have to. One has to lie. One has to tell the truth. I gotcha. So, what question do I ask? You know, it's funny. I remember years ago hearing a version of this. Okay. I don't. I do not recall what the solution was. Well, good. I've got to think for a moment here. It wouldn't be as fun if you knew this. I'm just going to edit this out to make it sound like I got it really yeah. quickly. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, I'm not sure. Help me out here. Well, let's just let's just throw out some questions and we because right. it, it kind of helps to, to logic it through. Well, you know, the forefront of my mind would be to ask like, which path leads to heaven? Right. So the guy that tells the truth is going to point towards heaven. Right. The guy that lies is going to say, I'm not pointing towards heaven. I got to lie. He's, He's going to point to hell. hell. So now. And you don't know which one's which, obviously. Right. But you have two guys pointing two different ways. So I only get to ask one question? One question. Holy moly. All right. Um, but we can ask a bunch of them, or a couple of them, to kind of get your mind. So that's, right. that's the basic one, right? right? That, right. That, the basic question right. will not work. Well, yeah, the basic question will not work. What if I said something like, um, which path would you choose? That doesn't really work. Right. right. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Same thing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The guy that tells the truth is going to point to heaven. The guy that is lying is going to point to hell. Right. Of course. Which path would you want your brother to walk on? Hmm. Same thing's going to happen. Same thing's going to happen. Sam running into the same. He lies, but he doesn't hate his brother. So right. he's going to say, I want my brother to go to hell, even right. though he doesn't want right. to go exactly. to hell. Right. Exactly. All right. Help me out, Mr. Mr. Todd. Think about a question that you would have to ask in the third person. Man, I hate this. That's all right. That's okay. I feel, you know, and it's, I, I, it's amazing and, how and, dumb you feel, you know? I know. I don't want to put yeah. you on it because we're also, we don't want to be on here for an hour or two. No, no, no. Go for it. Ready for the answer? I'm ready. What road would your brother tell me to take? So you're asking one of the brothers to tell you 
what his brother would say. Now you work that out. Okay. So the person that always tells the truth based on the question, what road would your brother tell me to take? He's going to point to the road to hell. Right. Because he knows his brother lies. Right. And the brother that always lies knows that his, the other brother would tell him to go to heaven. So he's going to point to hell. So they're both going to point to, to hell. hell. And so you take the opposite path. And you're going to take the opposite path. <laughs> there you, I would Isn't never cool? have gotten that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's logical now. It now that sense. I see the solution. Right. right. All right. Well, there hey, you go. Riddle time. Riddle time. Riddle time. Hopefully everybody's a little smarter or <laughs> maybe dumber. Or I don't know. Just, or maybe we just all feel a little dumber, Todd. Thank sure. you for that. I sure. appreciate that. I always need to be humbled. I need to be humbled. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Do, well, you, you can do the real next next week and make me look like an idiot. Or next. No, next no, no, no. I like that. That was good. That was really good. All right. Hey, what do you got for us now? Well, I've got. I'm going to take us in a slightly less academic path. Is that okay with you? For sure. All right. We're My, just going to play a little game here. I kind of like games where there's a little bit of audio involved, a little bit of song, maybe. Ooh. All right. So. Uh, you and I are both multimedia. Yeah, you you and I are both people that grew up at a time like when television shows had theme songs that you could sing along with. Oh right? yeah, 80s and 90s television shows were chock full of themes. 70s you, and the 70s, without yeah. a doubt. Um, songs that stick with you that you can sing today, and I feel like in in shows nowadays that whole idea of a of a theme song that you can sing with mm-hmm. doesn't really hardly exist anymore i don't even know no i mean there are some pretty cool theme songs now when you think about game of thrones you think about the last of us but they're more orchestral they're yeah they're, they're instrumental all, exactly everything's instrumental that yeah. i watch and some of it's really cool um i mean some of those instrumental songs game of thrones. Are, are outstanding yeah that whole every yeah, yeah. and you've got to watch that because yeah. That's they're a, great. They're great intros. Yeah, and the, and the intro would change. The, the the visual completely would change based yeah. upon what's happening. And in I the absolutely show. loved it. But it's just a different thing. That's a different thing. Right? You don't it's, like walk around going na 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 na. Exactly. Exactly. Although I have. Although you do, but you but there's no word to that, right? right. It's just na 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 na. Exactly. Right. Um, so I'm going to throw some some some. Well, first of all, I'm going to call this uh, this little section this little bit uh, where. Did all the great intros go? Right. Okay. And it's a little bit loaded because I do think there are actually some great intros nowadays, yeah. but they're a little different. Who cares? Okay. They're exact. Who cares? Um, so, all right. So here's the game. Okay. I'm going to play you a little snippet of a great 80s or 90s television show theme song. I want you to do me two things, though. Okay. Not only do I want you to name the show the song is from. Sure. But I also want you to not name one, but two mm. characters. Okay, now I'm going to look like an idiot. Or actors from said show. All right? Or actors. Okay. Well, if you can't think of their character name, sure, think of their sure. actor name. If you can't sure. think of their actor name, Let's think see. of their character Let's name. Let's see. All right. So I'm going to give myself some volume here. This will not be the greatest, but here we go. We'll start up. We'll start up with something pretty simple. Here we go. Oh my gosh! Is that who's the boss? That's not who's the boss. That's one of my favorite theme songs of all time. I'll be honest with you. I sing that all the time. Show me that smile again. Show me that. Smile. Come on. Give me a hint. I'm all right, sorry. I'm going to give you one of the characters. I'm going to give you one of the characters. All right, Kirk Cameron. Okay, it's it's Family Ties. No. It's... <laughs> and you're. Okay, so that you know what's funny is because that I always got I always got those two shows yes, mixed yes, up. I know it's it's people do it all the time. Yes, Family Ties and oh my goodness, it's uh, Alan Thicke. Gotcha. 
It's growing pains. Growing pains. Growing I'm sorry, pains. everybody. <laughs> it's all right. That's all right. That was a really hard one. Wow. I nah, hope I don't keep going like kidding. this. All right. We'll do a few more. We, I, know we're, I don't want to go too long in this, but this yeah. is kind of fun. Let's do another one. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, go. I don't know. I'm going to know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's funny because you've already said the name of the show. Is it show. Family Time? No. <laughs> it's the other one you said. That, that was Who's the Boss. Huh? That was Who's the Boss. Name wow. two characters in Who's the Boss. Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well wow. done. Here we go. Here we you go. Can, you can cut. Uh, facts of life. <laughs> yes, sir. That yes, one's sir. easy. I could have just. <laughs> you just had to wait a second. It would come oh, up, right? Oh, my gosh. And that had. Um, name, um, name two characters. Joe. Joe. And uh, Tootsie. Tootsie. Tootie. 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 Tootsie. Tootsie. Tootie. Tootsie. Same thing. Tootie. Right? And then Blair. And Blair was the one. Natalie I had the, was I had one the one crush on Blair. Natalie. And then there was Mrs. Blah Blah. Mrs. Poole. The show with Willis and Arnold. Um, Kim Richards, I think, was her name. Oh, yeah, yeah, as a kid, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah. in love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as a little little young man. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I was about to literally I was about to press this button. Uh-oh. Uh, different strokes. <laughs> yes, another Kim Richards special. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Todd Bridges, Kim Richards. Todd Bridges. Oh, well, she God. was only on there. I don't know. It was like <laughs> weird acting. Like you know, like just one of those actors that it just pops into different shows, but doesn't actually ever have a. Yeah, yeah. And then it was Gary Coleman. Yeah. So forth and so on. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? You ready for another one? Yes. Go. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, of course. Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't give us any chance. We'll take it. <laughs> it just doesn't get much you better know, than that. You if know? you went back a little bit, like Laverne and Shirley, Happy Days. Yes, I yes. feel like I have, at my age, like in the in the middle to late 80s, yeah. I watched all those shows, but I was yeah. also a teenager, and yeah. I wasn't really paying that much attention. But or, you remember them. I remember them, but I would have. I remember Laverne Shirley, Happy Days, all that stuff. They're, you know, they're classic, fantastic shows. Yeah. This is another song from a show that I just I can never get out of my head. Here we go. Thank you for being a golden babies. <laughs> I mean, Blanche. Yeah, that's got to be in one of the. T- yeah, yeah. Go ahead, please. That's all I remember. Blanche. Uh, uh, who was Grandma? I don't remember. I don't. I remember Blanche. Why don't? Why I remember Blanche? It was Blanche. Grandma was Sophia. Sophia. Rose was Betty White. Rose. Sure, right, sure. Last one. You ready for the do last it, one? Do it. Do it. And this is arguably, in my opinion, the most famous theme song of all time. Arguably. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna hear it. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. Cheers. 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 I mean, seriously, right? Yeah, I just was going to be completely quiet and just listen to the whole thing. I know. Thing. It's like you want to listen to the whole song. Ted Danson. Uh, exactly. You can name 20 characters on that I one. I can name the characters. Um, Ted Danson. <laughs> well done. Yeah. George Went. George Went. No. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Cliffy. Woody Harrelson. Yep. John Ratz. The two, the two ladies uh, would have been, oh my goodness. Shelly Long. Shelly Long. And then 
Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Yep. Yes. Diane and Rebecca. Mm. Anyways, one of the best shows of all Coach. time. Coach, Coach was fantastic. Ernie Zampezi. Yeah, oh I just love goodness. that show. Everybody loves that show, and I really do. I will go to bat at anyone that argues that's not the greatest theme song ever written. That's a fantastic theme yeah. song. Anyway, there you go. But Golden Girls is too. Golden, hey, it's right up there. There's some mm. great thing, and we miss those. I don't know where those songs. I was went. expecting you to spend to, to, to play Friends, oh, which is also a great song. It was actually a radio song. That's it one was. of the few songs that yep. was a radio song. Yep. It's and, just uh, you know I was going for more a little a little no, a little I like later it. I like it or, or a little earlier I should say yeah. anyway yeah there you so, go it was Conrad Bryant Conrad Conrad Bain was the dad on different strokes on different strokes and Dana Plato okay was not the Tom Bosley oh Tom Bosley was the dad in Happy Days what am right I yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I was thinking of Charlie's Angels was he in Charlie's Angels too he I think he was yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you got one more bit for us here, man. We can't, we can't, we can't walk away without hearing about a mysterious mystery, a right? Mysterious mystery. It's time for another mysterious mystery. All I right. wanted to just tell you something that I learned about the other day, called the Voynich Manuscript. And, Say that uh, again. Spell that for me. A V O Y N I C H. Voynich. Voynich Manuscript. Right. Okay. It's believed to be 600 years old. It's a manuscript. It's a book. It's about 240 pages, uh, and they they believe it was well. Obviously, it was done during the medieval times. It's written, the whole book, in an indecipherable language. Strange drawings throughout, lots of naked ladies in bathtubs, okay. astrological symbols. It seems to have purpose and substance. It's not just the, the scrabblings of a madman. Okay. There's characters throughout. It's a whole 240-page book. No one ever in history has been able to crack the code. Um, and we're talking the smartest people on earth. Okay. Uh, Beautiful Mind. Yeah. That remember that movie? Nash. His last name was Nash. Yeah, yeah. John he tried. Nash, I think all the all the greatest cryptographers or, or whatever you would call them um, that decipher these things. No one can no one can crack it. Um, it has like sections. It has like herbal sections. Scientists have. This is the astrological section. This is. Where the did you say this book? Like, how old section. is this book? Uh, historians believe it to be over six hundred years old. Okay. Um, it, they call the language Voichinese, and I'll tell you where that where that came from here in a second. But no one knows where it came from, who wrote it, um, maybe aliens. A couple years ago, there was a guy named Raynor Hanag, or I believe that's his name. He, he, he Good claimed, old Raynor. Raynor claimed that he had it figured out, and it was based in Hebrew, Aramaic, or Arabic. And so he claims that he had managed to crack the code, just a couple words, and it would take years to fully uh, decipher the whole thing. But okay. we, that was quickly debunked, as many people throughout the years have claimed they have figured it out. All debunked. Um, they, they, so it was. It's believed to have originated somewhere in northern Italy around the 1300s. Uh, eventually, it was purchased by a Polish book dealer named Wilfred Voynich in 1912. And this man spent his entire life to trying to decipher the book, which he couldn't. Okay. You, you can see the book today if you just go to Yale University. Okay. And uh, yeah, I have it, to go to Yale, or can I get it online? Like, can I look at it? You online? can look at it online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you yeah. want to see it, I mean, it's that's it's where it's at Yale. right now. Okay. So. Never been able to be cracked. Some people claim at this point that it could just be a scam and someone had just made stuff up. Yeah. But um, yeah, the smartest people in history have tried to crack this book. And apparently, I would assume, that since they've tried so hard, that it's not a clear scam. Right. So it's yeah, a, even if it's a scam, it's, it's, it's really good. It's enough to make the smartest people <laughs> on the planet try to... Stump the, snu- the yeah. smartest people on And the who planet. would do that? I mean... There's one story about how they believe it was a scam artist back in the medieval period who was, who tried to purport himself as a, uh, 
a mysterious person, a magician to kings. And this was his book and it was the ramblings of, or it was written in an angelic language. Um, that's one theory. So I don't know. Go out and check it out yourself. I thought it was really neat. The Voynich, the manuscript. The Voynich manuscript. Yes. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm sure I'll crack the code. Well, yeah, do that. Yep. And yep. then let me Since know. Since I proved my riddle solving abilities sure. to be so powerful earlier that this would be no problem at all. Yeah. And I can help you because I can not know any theme songs. <laughs> so between the two of us. Between the two of us, we got, we got, we got it covered. Exactly. Any last words for our, our, our listeners out there, Mr. Todd? No, but it is running late. So we probably got to say goodbye. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. And Absolutely. Uh, feedback at talkthepodcast.com. Yeah, and it, it's going to be spring soon. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, man. Spring's about to, to be spring. Yeah. Anyway, for Talk the Podcast, I'm Jim. I'm Todd. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.